This is a Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. Good afternoon, everyone. How y'all doing? Good. This side is doing great. How's this side over here? Okay, don't let them count you out just because you're few in numbers. That's going to change. Well, I'm Pamela Payne, and I'm the director of the Job Resource Center, and I feel like I'm about to sing or something. Um, and uh, we are so grateful to have you here for our internship and employer student panel. This is going to be a wonderful opportunity for you to learn about internships and from the, from the employer side and also from the student side. And when I was in college, internships really helped me a great deal. They helped me figure out exactly what I didn't want to do. Sometimes you think, you know, internships, they do help you figure out some th- aspects that you want to follow, but they also help you figure out aspects that you don't want to follow. So that's valuable because it also saves you time and money when you're in school. How many people want to save time and money? That's right. That's right. So internships are great. They're great experience. They're good. Anybody um, has never worked before? So they're great experience if you have not worked before. Anybody career transitioning, like you had one career and you're going to transition into another? So if you're a career transitioner, it's excellent because it gives you that hands-on, um, that hands-on work experience that you can put on your resume and then employers are interested in you. They don't, they don't necessarily look at whether it's paid or unpaid, so even if you get to um, you get an unpaid internship and it's valuable experience. That's wonderful. Although we like paid internships and that's great too. The issue is is to get the experience. So we are so grateful and um, glad to have you here today. And we know that you're going to have a wonderful experience with our great panelists. And Marie Harold is our manager, our internship manager. So she's going to introduce our panelists. And we just thank you so much for your time and attention. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you, Pamela. Um, I want to thank the panelists for being here, um, and I'll thank you again at the end. <laughs> um, I always like to start my presentations, workshops, events with our, uh, the mission of the Job Resource Center, with our mission statement. The mission of the Job Resource Center is to promote personal and professional learning, development, and success to Moraine Valley students, alumni, and uh, other external stakeholders. Our mission is accomplished by educating and providing services, resources, events, and employer relations that will enhance the successful pursuit of employment opportunities. And I always talk about employment opportunities when I'm doing my uh, workshops on internships because obviously with internships that leads to employment opportunities. So um, at this time, I actually want to uh, give the panelists one minute uh, to introduce themselves and let you know where they work what their position is at their job, um, if they had an internship before, and if they did, how did that internship impact their career? And then also how they um, became involved with the Job Resource Center internship program. So I'm going to start over here to my right, but probably, yeah, my right, <laughs> uh, with Eileen. Hello, my name is Eileen Curlin Walsh. I'm an attorney and I have my own practice uh, close to here in Worth, Illinois. I, um, I am the principal attorney um, at my office and I have a nice staff. I have a, a, an associate attorney, I have some assistants, and my current assistant actually came to me through this program. So it's been a very, very positive experience for me. I actually had a couple of internship experiences myself when I was making my way through um, my career path. And the first thing I did was when I was still an undergraduate and deciding whether I went into, wanted to go into the legal field, I took an internship with a program, unfortunately, that no longer exists, but it was a watchdog body that worked with the juvenile um, court system because it was not open to the public. Our job was to make sure that all the agencies, the judges, the attorneys, 
the DCFS and all the organizations that went through that organize, uh, went through the courts were adhering to what they would have adhered to had it uh, been open to the public. So that was so eye-opening for me. And it did a couple of things. It made me realize that I really did want to be in the legal field. And it took away some of the fear of judges and attorneys because I saw, well, they were just like the rest of us. They weren't these austere, perfectly spoken creatures that you see on some of the legal programs. So that was a terrific experience for me. Then while I was in law school, I worked in our law clinic, which was terrific experience with clients before you're even finished. And in my last year, I worked with the Cook County Public Defender's uh, post-conviction unit as an intern. And there I actually got to practice in front of judges before I was even out of law school. And indeed, then I did get hired with the Public Defender's Office which was my first choice out of law school. So I had a terrific experience with the uh, internships. I have had interns now with my own office, and we'll speak a little bit more about that as we go on. But uh, something that I'm, I'm passionate about, and I'm involved with the program here because I'm on the adjunct faculty and therefore was able to be part of the program, which I love. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Gunnery Sergeant Magana. I'm with the United States Marine Corps. Um, basically, uh, obviously, I work with the Marine Corps. I'm a recruiter right now. My actual career job is to be a career planner. I help Marines re-enlist, uh, figure out their career choices. I decided to come out here and do recruiting to uh, basically get rid of a lot of the uh, misconceptions about the Marine Corps and uh, inform people about the internship that we have uh, for college students specifically. Um, over the summer, you know, you can go six weeks, get paid, and uh, we'll get into the details more. Um, I myself have not myself have not done an internship, uh, but I'm pretty fluid in the details of it uh, to let you know that hey, there's no commitment. Um, how I got involved with the Job Resources Center? Well, on Tuesday, um, I just kind of said, hey, you know, I need to figure out a way to get the word out there more. So I walked into the uh, Resources Center. Uh, talk to uh, to our resources center and and they put me in touch with you guys so here I am um, and I, I hope you know you guys are willing to talk to me and learn a little bit more about our internship thank you hi can you hear me I'm Abby Nelson I am with the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott Chicago Southwest I am their sales and catering manager um how my very first, I'm an undergraduate from the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, and my degree is actually in secondary education with an English emphasis, and it was during my last year at college when I had to student teach, and they threw me in the Milwaukee public school system. And I don't know if you're familiar with MPS, but it's not your ideal first or second or last job. So um, I finished to get my degree, and I was a little freaking out because that's not what I wanted to do anymore. And I had been working part-time to help pay for school at a hotel. And my general manager came to me and was like, well, have you ever thought about doing something in hotels? And I was like, and... I was actually surprised because, no, I hadn't, even though I had been working for one. So he gave me a sales and catering internship and was kind enough to have it be paid, and I've stuck with it ever since. He, um, I actually got promoted after I completed it, and I've moved up ever since. How I got involved with the Job Resource Center um, is my contact here, Janet Polson, who is wonderful. Um, she sets up group walks at my hotel, and she actually was kind enough to introduce me to Marie and Pamela, and we formed a partnership about a year and a half ago, and so ever since, we've been very active with all of Marie's efforts. Hello, I am um, Andrea Ramirez-Justin, and I am Vice President of Oak Plain Trail Community Bank, and I need to be honest with all of you. Um, I did want to be a banker since I was young, but when I was four, I wanted to be the Easter Bunny. So I just want everybody to know that I did have two career paths, being the Easter Bunny 
and then being a banker. Um, I decided to become a banker when I was truly six years old. My father worked for the Association of American Railroads, which has nothing to do with banking, but he received all these really neat little um, packets of stamps and papers and things. So my sister and I would play banker, and she was always the customer, and I was always the banker, and I would always stamp things and make things. And um, when I was 15, um, I went to a bank, in Chicago Heights called First National Bank of Chicago Heights and I started in their internship program and I worked there just until seven years ago when that bank was purchased by a larger conglomerate and then I went to Old Plank Trail and helped start this community bank. Um, I enjoy banking very much especially community banking because it gives back to the community and it's great to be able to utilize students and resources from the community to come together as a, as a corporation, if you will. So that's a little background about myself. Um, my ties here to Marine Valley go back many years. Um, I am one of the um, board members, the vice president of the um, Economic Development Council for the Southwest Suburbs. Um, so I work with that unit, and I am also your trustee here at Marine Valley Community College. So, um, and I have a son that attends here, and he can't stand that he walks around and sees my face everywhere <laughs> in all the buildings. So I'm like, I can see you, even from a distance. Um, but I enjoy being here, and hopefully I can add a little bit of value to your day today to understand why it's so important to utilize the services that Pamela and Marie and everyone work so hard to put together for the internship program and reach out to the community, because you are all of our leaders. And we need to reach out to all of you to utilize all of your skills. So I want to thank you all for inviting me here today. Thanks. Thank you. Um, hello, my name is Tina Sawa, and um, I work here on campus. Uh, I work in the Science, Business, and Computer Technology Department. Uh, I'm a departmental assistant there. I work with the LAND program and uh, under the DOL, uh, Department of Labor Grants. Um, and uh, I did have an internship here, uh, I, but my background actually is in landscape design. Uh, and I did an internship in, with that uh, career as well. I worked for the Morton Arboretum, and that was kind of what got me started in that direction, which I love doing that internship as well. Um, but as you know, the housing market is not the, not the best at, at the moment. So I kind of came back to Moraine to update my skills and uh, started, started, started taking some computer classes. And I had one of um, the internship program leaders for uh, OSA, uh, Jane Cordetti, you know, mm -hmm. said, why don't you take another class? So that's basically how I started. So I continued. I finished uh, one certificate, two. I have three certificates with my administrative assistant certificate being the last one. And um, there's no question that my um, internship here on campus helped me get the job I have today. I did an internship in the uh, IMS Department, Information Management Systems, and um, we set up some goals, did a lot of, um, you know, we had to complete certain goals and tasks while I was here on campus. And um, also I was uh, intern of the year in 2010, and that's how I ended up getting permanent position here on campus. So with that, thank you. Thank you. So at this time, I'm actually going to start the questions for the panel, but I also want to ask you all to speak into the mic, too, so they can hear um, on, on the system that they're taping, okay? All right. Okay, and this is in no particular order, so you all don't have to start with Eileen and, and go down the road, just whoever wants to chime in on it. Um, I have the question will be um, presented to the employers, and also Tina will represent the student side of it for the internship. Um, the first question, how does the employer benefit from having an intern? And from the student side, how does the student benefit from having an internship? I'll go ahead and start 
Uh, from the employer's side, it is a tremendous benefit to have an intern. I mean, one, you have an extra pair of hands, an extra pair of eyes. It's always nice to have someone else on board. It can be, um, it's initially a burden, and there is no doubt, because when someone comes on board, you need to get them trained. They need to learn where everything is. They need to get the lie of the land and know how they can be beneficial to you. But once done, then you get an, an extra pair of hands in a busy office. is always terrific. It, it, it's nice, it's prestigious for a company to have an intern, so it benefits uh, the company in that way. Also, if you have a smaller office and have clients coming in and out, it gives you the appearance of being very well staffed, which is a benefit for the employer too. And there's another benefit that's a little more subtle. Sometimes, no matter how we run our office, and we hope that we're always trying to do better, fresh eyes, fresh perspective from someone new coming in, especially you coming in younger with all this multimedia and, you know, social media experience, you know, for some of the offices that have been established before all of that became available, you can be such a breath of fresh air and a benefit in so many ways. As for how it benefits the students, maybe some of the other panel members will talk about that also. But for the employer, from the employer inspective, very, very beneficial. Okay. Um, well, the Marine Corps internship is a little bit different, I would say, than a typical internship. Uh, we do send people to Quantico, Virginia for six weeks. It's a paid internship, $3,200. What we're doing is we're training you, evaluating you, and seeing if you have what it takes to be a manager in the Marine Corps. Um, so you're not just managing regular people. You're managing Marines and uh, Marine Corps units. So it's a little bit bigger task. Um, maybe not bigger. I would say maybe different task. Um, so... It's, it's definitely difficult. It is the Marine Corps. There is physical fitness involved. But the biggest thing about it, like I kind of mentioned earlier, is that there's no commitment. So there's no contract to sign. It's an application process, just like if you were applying for a college. Um, people apply. If they get selected, they go for six weeks, like I said, over the summer. Our goal is to keep you in school full-time enrolled, uh, maintaining a 2.0 GPA or higher. So our end state is what the university uh, colleges and your end state is, which is to get you a bachelor's degree. So once you do that, uh, we do offer a position as a manager uh, immediately, um, basically four years of at least uh, paid stability, financial stability uh, that's going to come from that. So um, what we gain from it is, again, like I said, we get to train and evaluate you, but at the same time, you get to do the same thing for us. A lot of people want to know what is it like to be in the Marine Corps, but they want to be able to do it without that fear of commitment. Um, and, and pretty much this is the way to do that. Um, I can speak a little bit about the, from the student perspective. Um, in my opinion, I think uh, one of the most valuable things is that um, as internship program, it still is a learning situation. It still is, um, they're not expecting you to know everything. They're expecting you to uh, do a certain job and to learn as you go. And um, I thought that was the most beneficial to me. Um, and like I mentioned, we set a list of criteria uh, that they wanted accomplished, and you set that up with your employer. And then you um, go ahead and try to meet these goals. Uh, but at the same time, they're goals you've probably never done before. Um, but what was so wonderful about it is there was always somebody there to help you along. They're expecting you. They still know you're a student. They still know that you're learning. And uh, everyone, it's a little bit different attitude than if you just went to a job that you've said all this on your resume, now you have to produce. This is kind of like you get a little bit of a, a you know, taste of what it's like to be in that field, if it's a good fit for you. Uh, as Pamela mentioned, if it's not a good fit for you, um, the best part about it is it's a win-win situation um, for the student because you can walk away if you don't like the position and there's no hard feelings from the employer if it's not a good fit. Uh, and you've done your time, you did finish your internship, and then you can go on and move to another field. Or uh, in my case, I ended up staying uh, after the internship because they saw my work, um, it was a good fit, I liked what I was doing, um, and we continued on. So for the student, for me, that was wonderful. I didn't have to send out resumes, and you know, there's so much involved in getting a job where this was, I was already in, we were reviewing each other, and uh, it actually was a good fit for me. So um, 
that's my perspective on it. I just want to interrupt. I'm sorry. If you could just speak up a little louder um, because no. we weren't expecting a noise. <laughs> so if okay. you all could just speak up a little louder. Thanks. Um, I think also from a student's perspective, it helps um, maybe open doors that you didn't think you would go down. I never would have thought of sales and catering until my general manager mentioned it. I was my head of the mindset that I was going to be a teacher until I actually had to be one. Um, in terms of how a an employer benefits, every time you get a new intern, we benefit because every single intern is different. So we have to learn how to work with somebody who is completely new, who has a different set of strengths, a different set of weaknesses, maybe to cultural differences. Um, and so you just you get exposed to a, a variety of people. All right, just to put my two cents in. Um, so as an employer, I benefit from getting to know new people in the community. As I had stated at the beginning, community connection is the key to the success of any business. And um, working with interns from the local community colleges is extremely important because each of you offer your own piece of value. And so you should never forget that. Each of you has so much value. And when you can bring your own value um, and your own MO, if you will, to um, any type of inter internship program, that's huge. When I was a student and when I started at First National Bank in Chicago Heights, um, I brought uh, my different personality. Um, I brought the things that I thought I knew. Um, and then, of course, during my internship program, they were tweaked quite a bit. Um, but again, when you can bring your own sense of value, um, that is extremely important. So this is something that I strongly, strongly agree with. I'll add one point to that, Andrea. That value that you have, it can be a bit frightening now when you hear about the jobs and how the, it's hard to get one out there. If you're burning, if you're full of passion, if you know how good you are and it's just a matter of finding the right spot and you're afraid of all the competition, give yourself away for free. Even if it's a very lowly paid or a free internship, you get to show that value. You get to make yourself invaluable to the employer and if there's a job going, you're going to get it. If they know of someone who has a job going, they're going to recommend you or they're going to give you a glowing reference for that job that you have your eye on that you're just about to apply for. So when you have that value that Andrew speaks of, give it away. Give it away and you'll get paid for it principally, valuably, when you have gotten your foot in the door and shown someone what you can do. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the next question, other than following their school requirements, what additional steps should the student take in looking for an internship? I'll start off. Um, one thing we all talk about is when um, you go to apply for a position, you'd like to be sure that you're dressed appropriately. That's something that I really stress when I speak to students at a high school level, at a college level. Um, make sure that um, I know your day is super packed with going to classes and traveling and things to that nature, but make sure that you are dressed to go and apply for an internship. It's very important. Dress for that success is really important. Um, that's one thing, and, and that's one main step. The other step is make sure you have a little cheat sheet with you. List all of your values. List all of your assets. List all of your accomplishments. Do not discredit anything that you have done up until this current date. The things that you've done in, in your school previously, maybe you're um, back into the uh, workforce again. List all those accomplishments on a, um, like a note card or something because when you're busy and your mind is racing, you can forget, and we all do that, forget maybe a point or two. So if you can have a little cheat sheet, if you will, and bring that with you, that will really help you. So when you go to apply for these internships or, you know, sometimes you might even be very lucky to speak to that decision maker right then and there on the spot. And you might be going in thinking, yes, I'm probably one of 500 people applying for this internship. But you know what? You might be that person that they pick right then and there. So, again, dress for that success. Have that information ready for you to write about it or talk about it. Um, this is for the XYZ generation. Uh, clean up your Facebook pages. As, as cool as it is that your name can be turned into Smashly 
or that when I call you I can hear bands that make her dance. I don't want that. Okay, employers, we look at that stuff. We don't want to see you be able to do a keg stand for 30 seconds as your profile picture. We don't want to hear a drunk's voicemail for your, to, to leave you. We want somebody who we know is going to be serious about the job that they're looking to do. I just have a, a, a thought about this. Um, I know when I was looking for my internship and I was in the um, OSA program, the office systems and applications. Um, a lot of the girls in there were already working and they ended up asking their employers if the employer would be willing to do an internship for them and in many cases they were so I just thought that was another area that you might just overlook. I would also add in that uh, don't be afraid to branch out a little bit. Sometimes you will get stuck and, and as she mentioned earlier she, she branched out and she was able to see that you know there's other things out there that could interest her I would say the same for everyone um, sometimes people are afraid to go outside that bubble but when you do you you might find something that fills your passion a little bit more than the, the path you were pursuing before and I'll just add one point and this is something you might not think of at this level but there's some of the tools and tricks that we use to promote our businesses you may be able to kind of jump in on such as going to the chambers getting a list of all the businesses that are in the chambers of the area that you work in maybe approach them about getting an internship and as Andrea said if they, de if they don't have a program they may just you know begin to have one or networking groups if some of your teachers or some of your parents or if anyone you know who has networking groups of business that they belong to they're often very nurturing places to be so they may very well you know let you come to one of their events or just getting in front of the people that you want to hire you or take you in as an intern is, is a very important step you know bring that passion always important and 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 go to some of those places you might not think of at your level of what you're looking for jump up a few steps cheat a little Thank you. And I definitely agree with that. That's something that I do tell the students when I'm doing um, workshops and things like that. Um, these events, these events that we hold through the Job Resource Center, definitely making yourself a part of these events. There are employers that are here. There are employers that you can actually talk to. Um, so think about that when you're looking for an internship. Um, like you said, if they don't have that internship, maybe you can just volunteer. Maybe they won't look at it as an internship, but volunteering. So that's still experience that you're getting. So just want to add that a little bit. <laughs> Um, next question, what advice would you give a student once they have obtained the internship to make the most out of their experience? A couple of things that I thought of was uh, what I thought was really important that, that I saw here just on campus. Um, I know internship, people kind of think, oh, God, like it's not that big of a deal. But I, I have to tell you, um, I really took my job seriously. I, I took the internship seriously and I took the initiative um, I saw there were problems that little things in our department uh, the files were not organized for like five years you know everyone's like oh god nobody wants to do that job you know I had the time I sat and I did it and they were thrilled with it and the bulletin board needed updating you know I mean it had been like the same for like four years nobody even and they had interns all along, but nobody even looked at the little details. And the instructors around campus uh, are extremely busy. It's the minor things. But I went out of my way um, just to do those little things, things that they didn't have to deal with anymore. And um, that would be my advice to you. Take your job seriously. Take the initiative. And try and step out of your comfort zone a little bit. So, thank you. I'll just tag on to that by saying, um, most of the times, an internship is the threshold of your career. Truly it is. And um, I feel that when you begin your internship, please consider this, again, as your foundation of your career. Whether it's the career that you choose to move forward with, this is the foundation of your career. Take it seriously. Um, when you're there and you're learning a new element, take notes. That does not mean that you are not equipped for a good memory or what have you. That means that you are studious and that you are eager to learn. So when I see people taking notes when they are being trained maybe on a new system at the bank or something like that, 
that tells me that this person is interested, this person is engaged, and this person is ready and willing to learn. When you have somebody that's sitting back and not really doing much, you think, hmm, is this how they're going to be when they're on their own and I give them a project to do? Are they going to not be a self-starter? So when you can have those self-starter moments, get that momentum going and keep moving forward, that's really important. Um, and the last piece that I'd like to state is, if it's, an, again, as an intern, whether it's paid or non-paid, please be respectful of your colleagues. You now have colleagues. They are not your business friends. They are your colleagues. So please be respectful by being on time. Please don't text. I know a lot of you like to text. I'm just getting into that texting. Um, but don't text while somebody's talking to you. Turn your phone off while you're at your cubicle or at your desk or, or at the station that you're at. Again, be respectful of your business colleagues. Um, they will appreciate that very much. And use the opportunity to observe how people do behave in the workplace. I mean, sometimes you look down at your text because no one has ever told you or you haven't been exposed to knowing that that isn't what you might do in a workplace setting. So observe what others are doing so that you can get a sense for your behavior. And I would, I would be really tough here. I say arrive early, stay late offer help, anticipate needs, do everything you can do to separate yourself and really show that you would be terrific at this. Really, really, that's how I see you would make that impression that you want to make. I feel like the general consensus here is that, you know, when you take the internship, don't just treat it as a part-time job or something that you're kind of doing to test things out um, because you never know where that's going to lead. Uh, I know for for the Marine Corps, the Officer Candidate School, you know, they people are going to be put into a position of leadership. Um, you're going to be assigned a task, and and you have to basically make a plan to 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 execute whatever you're being assigned. Um, basically, what that leads to is eventually maybe a manager spot. Um, you know, a lot of internships they they start you off at the bottom. Um, with the Marine Corps, you actually go straight into a manager spot. Um, so these young college students that are graduating, uh, you know, I've been in the Marine Corps for 14 years now. They come directly and they're in charge of me. So they're, they're my managers. They become my managers. So the level of responsibility is higher, and, and we are, you know, expecting you to be more mature. Uh, like they're saying, you know, be on time, uh, take responsibility for things. And at the same time, at Officer Candidate School, the, uh, the students there are evaluating each other. So you're looking at people saying, you know, there's no way I would work with, you know, this person. Or like they're saying, you know, people that are sneaking this or that, they, they don't have integrity to do the right thing. So uh, no matter where you go, what kind of internship you take, always, you know, try to be at your best behavior. Um, pretend that there's eyes on you at all times. Good. Thank you. What advice would you give to students preparing for their internship interview? All right. Um, I think a few of my thoughts have already been mentioned about the note cards and dressing and things. One uh, large element I'd like to offer as a suggestion is to do research on the um, employer that you are interviewing for for your internship. Google them. You guys know how to use the Internet. Um, so Google the business. Find out a lot of different facts about the business. Be informed when you go in there so when you're nodding your head as they're talking to you about the business that you truly do know what they're talking about. Um, take some notes on that research that you've done. If there is um, something that has happened with that business, something that's been in the news, something current, um, maybe a recent, recent initiative that they've done, be aware of it. One other piece of advice I'd like to offer is um, I know that my colleague here, Abby, has mentioned um, about, you know, don't put crazy things on Facebook and whatnot, but anybody in the audience have a LinkedIn account right now? Anybody familiar with LinkedIn? Good, good, good. We have a few people out there. Um, I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to go to LinkedIn and create a LinkedIn account for yourself. It's a, it's no cost, just like that Facebook thing. Um, but this is for the professional field. LinkedIn is professional. I, you know, Facebook, I started that a long time ago, and I really seriously don't want to hear that somebody stubbed their toe today. Um, but on LinkedIn, you will find out how people are progressing in their businesses. You will find other people just like yourselves that are looking for other internship programs. 
there are a lot of employers that use LinkedIn and go out and find people for their internship programs as well. So create a resume for yourself. Just because you do not have past job history does not mean you can create a resume. And I'm sure Pam and Marie can talk to you about creating those resumes and working on those and tweaking those and putting in those keywords. LinkedIn is truly a great place for you to start as well. So that's how you can prepare for your interview process is, again, um, do research on the company. Have a little public profile in a positive way about yourself. Go ahead, Abby. Go ahead. I'm just going to add one point to that uh, on the positive level. Just like as if you were going for an interview for a real job, you're going to behave in the same way. But learn to put a positive spin on everything. And even if you've had a job at McDonald's, you can interpret that positively. You can take whatever you have done and interpret it into the perfect research for this job. If it's just customer relations, learning to observe, you know, learning to take directions, learning to give directions, whatever you have done, you can interpret it positively. And even if there's something and you've not really maybe had the time yet, but if there's something on your resume that you don't, aren't comfortable with, you've got to learn to put a positive spin on everything. And it is possible. And if you want help with that, just give me a call. I can find the positivity in everything. I was just going to add, um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, you may think they're stupid, and but we love it when you ask questions because it shows that not only are we trying to see if you're, you'll be a fit here, but you're also looking to see if we're a fit for you. I will say uh, it was mentioned earlier, but um, we can sum it up in one word is value. What's your value to us? Why should we take you on? Um, don't be afraid to tell us, you know, what you think you have to offer us because, like they said, you know, there's there's a lot of people applying for a certain number of positions, and if you don't make yourself valuable, the employer is not going to see you as, as uh, you know, what you feel you are. And just my comments, um, just kind of like you said, I thought be confident when you go in there that you can do the job that they're asking you to do. Um, and also the other thing that I was asked on my interview was, was I willing to, um, you know, take some classes um, if there was something I didn't know? And I felt like, uh, you know, make sure to let your employer know you're willing to learn. You're willing to go back. If there's something you don't know on your job, you know, if you need some more Excel, you know, you need a, you know you're willing to take a class and go above and beyond your job. And I think that's really important as a lifelong learner. Thank you. I'm going to skip around a little bit if you're looking at the questions. I'm going to number seven now. Um, what has been one mistake that you have seen an intern do, and how did um, or how did or should they have corrected it, or did they correct it? And then as the student, what was one mistake you did during your internship, and how did you correct that? I'll, I'll start this one. I hate to talk about negativity, but we, we do have to address some of those things, unfortunately. And one of the things that I would say to always avoid is to only be respectable, to, respectful to whomever is your boss or your supervisor and only looking to take directions from whomever you believe to have been your boss. And unfortunately, I did have an intern from a law school who only wanted to take direction from me, was not as respectful to my other employees and really didn't want to take direction. You've got to jump in anywhere, whatever needs to be done, even if it's outside the field of what you want to get that experience for. And I'll tell you a story from my life where this really helped me. Twelve years ago, I had been working at a law office that occasioned me to go to another company and another law office on a very regular basis. Um, I did that with all the same enthusiasm that I showed at the law office that I was working at. Twelve years later, I got a terrific business opportunity from an attorney who had observed me at that place of business. I had no, no one to impress there. None of my bosses were there. But I brought the same enthusiasm that I brought to the law office that I was hired by to that other task that was part of my job. So you never know what eyes are upon you. And it's so good for you, for your character, for your future, to be respectful and take direction from everyone for whom it is appropriate. You really, truly never know who's watching and where whom you are speaking to could lead you. 
Um, uh, some of it directly ties into that um, as far as our internship um, and any internship for that matter. Um, you know, just no, not only at work, watch what you're doing, but also when you're outside of work. Because um, an employer, if they find out, you know, that, that you're in legal issues or financial issues, they might not want to take that burden on. Um, and to give you an example, you know, last summer uh, we had a young man that completed our training. He was very motivated about taking on an uh, actual position with the Marine Corps. Uh, he got arrested for underage drinking, and, you know, he just wasn't doing the right things, making the correct decisions. So an employer is going to look at that as a major judgment call, especially when you're going to be in a leadership or management position. Um, so, you know, employers are watching, not just on work, but off of work as well. So, um, you know, do the right thing. When you are completing an internship, my number one thing would be to avoid office gossip. Um, the hospitality industry is a bunch of chatty Cathy's, and you you can't get tied up in the he said, she said drama of it all. Um, it just, A, it makes you look really bad because if you'll talk about somebody or you'll join in, who won't you talk about? And also, what are you what are you doing that you can be standing around listening to this mm -hmm. if you're not? Are you working? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's a very good point. Um, I have to say that I have not, knock on wood, have not had an intern that I've worked with all of these years, over all of these years, that have made um, any type of large mistake. We all make mistakes. So I think that's one point I'd like to make is that it's okay to make a mistake. Um, just when you make a mistake, own up to it and then work on correcting it. Um, it's Again, it's okay that you make a mistake. Um, I, I agree with my colleagues here on the panel. Be responsible. Um, you know, do the right thing, truly. But, uh, again, if you make an error, it's all right. Own up to it and fix it. And um, trust me, that will take you a lot further. Mm. I'd like to say, um, from the student perspective, um, here on campus, we have um, the students have to meet specific goals that they set with their um, employer, and I would say to make sure to meet those goals. Even though I was doing a number of other things, um, I was being um, evaluated on the, the goals that were set and how well I did on those goals. So just be mindful of that. Thank you. Um, what career opportunities would an internship at your company lead to? And as the student, what career opportunities opened up for you due to your internship? Well, I, you got, I'll just say the big three are either you could be employed at my office or I could see that you're a terrific fit for another office that I know. So there's either getting that job, um, getting networked to a perfect job through the employer who likes you, or getting a terrific reference for the job that you want this internship to qualify you for. Um, actually, this internship program here on campus led me to the position I have now, um, but it wasn't just, you know, I did the internship and then I was working full-time. I've been here at Marine for a while, jumping around to a couple of different jobs. Um, I actually was in telephone services um, for two years after my internship program, and actually at that position, there were 187 applicants that applied for a telephone services position here on campus and um, I got the position I really believe that um, my internship program helped I was here familiar with the campus that was another big part of me getting hired and then um, as I mentioned I was intern of the year um, the year before so I was able to work there and apply for jobs here on campus and I applied for a number of them that I didn't get um, but I came here to the Job Resource Center uh, many times as Maria, uh, Marie and Tamima will tell you. I came and tweaked my resume, um, I went to her workshop, I came and sat with the girls, um, you know it, it had been a long time since I had to do these things so I really went above and beyond um, what was expected and um, just be, I was 
persistent and I'm grateful to be here. Thank you. Um, we had a young gentleman um, who was in high school at the time, and he came in and he applied for a position, and he started as a teller. Um, and the teller position at a bank, I must admit to you, is the most important position of any financial institution. However, the most underpaid position for everything that they do. They are the first element of our customer service in the background of the bank that they meet, that any client meets. They handle hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars every day, and they try and stop fraud every day. Um, but they truly are one of the most important elements. But um, just moving forward really quick, this young man, again, came as a teller, and um, he left to go to college, and he was going to college for finance. And long story short, he came back in the summers and worked as a teller and kept his feet in the door. And I'm happy to say that today he is our youngest assistant vice president at the bank, and he is our junior commercial lender at Old Plank Trail. So um, he started as a teller, and here he is working in the finance area and lending money to small business owners, which is something that we all take a lot of pride in. So that's, I think, a really big big point there. And... Um, for me, just to kind of um, end that part about, uh, you know, what opportunities open up for me, obviously, as we talked about at the beginning, um, I am the vice president of the second largest bank in the state of Illinois. So to have that honor to service the community that way, starting out as a kid who was stamping at in her, you know, dining room table, um, that's huge. So when you have that dream and that foresight and that thought, you just keep moving forward. You can do anything. Beautiful. Well, with the Marine Corps, uh, basically the opportunity that you're going to have is, is to have a career, a variety of different jobs that are available. Um, many people take on a certain job, let's say uh, air traffic control or something like that, and you can actually um, do what we call a lateral move, so change your career after a certain amount of time if you're not content with it. Um, the benefit of that is that we actually do all the job training for you, so you don't have to go outside the Marine Corps uh, to pay for any kind of education. Um, when it comes to your job. Um, what that could lead to is a potential retirement. Myself, when I'm uh, 38 years old, I'll be able to retire from the Marine Corps and continue on with a different career field, which uh, what I've chosen is nursing. Um, so in, in the end, as officers, um, basically you're taking on immediately a junior executive position, which a lot of times takes people 10 or more years to work their way up to. Um, and it can lead to a career with the military. Thank you. What skills and attributes do you look for when hiring an intern? And as a student, uh, what skills and attributes did you gain while in the internship? Okay. I'd love to go first. Um, I, would, I look for big picture thinking. And as students, I think this is something, if you really, I wish I would have learned it earlier. But if you can, no matter where you go or what you're applying for, try to see the big picture. Try not to just see the task that you're assigned or the department that you're in, but try to see the whole overall organization, the overall structure. If you're working on a document, what is that part of? What's the bigger? So if you get big picture thinking, you're so much much more valuable than someone who's learned just one tiny slice of that organization's work. Likeability is huge. Smiling, even someone as simple as smiling, it, that just seems so elementary to say that. But just likeability, even for an internship, you're going, to, you're going to be there every day. You know, you want to present yourself as someone that's likable. So I look for likability, big picture thinking, and then the swan quality. And I'll tell you what that is. You've got, and, and it may not be easy at first, but the demeanor that no matter how many things you're dealing with, it looks like you're coping with them calmly. This one, I'm sure you've often heard, looks so calm and graceful as if it's floating in the water, but it's paddling furiously underneath. Now, if you have too many tasks, you must never be overwhelmed. Let someone know. But one of my personal dislikes is the irritation of being given another task, even though you have 10 or 15. If 10 or 15 is just too much, go and speak with your supervisor or your manager and let them know that you're overwhelmed or that you need help. But try not to 
be irritated if you're given another task. It's a complement to what your employer feels that you're able to handle. Big picture thinking, smile, and the swan quality. I would have to say enthusiasm. Um, we don't expect you to know everything about what you're about the internship, but if you're enthusiastic and you're willing to learn, that's a huge, huge, huge pro. Um, Good job. I thought one of the skills that I learned was um, the confidence uh, in myself in the, the ability to do the job well. And then I learned what my employers were looking for. And I also learned to anticipate the needs of the department. And I thought those are some things that really pushed me forward. Um, even now, I'm always trying to anticipate uh, what the next move is going to be. So I you know, try to be a little ahead of that. Um, so those are important skills. Along with uh, dependability, um, I would also say, um, you know, aside from being able to multitask, which is very important, is also taking initiative. Um, sometimes you see someone else that might be overwhelmed if you don't have anything to do um, going out there and helping people out. Or, um, like she said earlier, taking on tasks that uh, have been needing to be get done for a while and no one's taking the initiative to do it. Those are very important things that the employer is going to look at. and. Um, they're definitely going to hold you at a higher level for doing things like that. Thank you. From an employer, employer's and student's perspective, does having an internship increase your career success? Um, well, I think most of you have heard already. Um, for me personally, it certainly did. Um, it uh, allowed me to begin to utilize the skills that I was using as a child into the real life, if you will, and then moving forward um, through my schooling and um, processing forward after that. Um, I think it's very important um, to utilize your internships as, again, as I stated before, your foundation to your career. If you think of your internship as that foundation to your career, you are completely on the right path for success. Um, I just like to say that the things I learned in my internship are things that I'm expected to do on my job. Uh, I know I took minutes, you know, departmental assistant, so I take minutes, uh, you know, do a lot of uh, secretarial tasks. And these were things that I hadn't done before my internship, and I did. And um, so now, the, like day two, I was taking meeting minutes, and um, I was happy that I had some experience doing that. Also, um, I was making calls and hiring other people. I mean, it was just like uh, I got there. They assumed I knew um, what I said on my resume, which I did, but I'm saying what, you know, the difference between an internship is you have a little flexibility where you get on the job, you're expected to do it, and uh, my internship gave me some of the things that I need for my job every day now. With our internship that we offer, um, you spend equal amounts of time with the head, housekeep with the head housekeeper, with the um, chief engineer, with sales and catering, which, with the front office manager, and with the general manager. Um, I think that that helps you see the bigger picture of why each department relies on every other department and how you, if you can't work together, you can't work. Um, I think it helps also with narrowing it down. You may have started with an interest in sales and catering, but you may decide that, hey, maybe front desk is really your forte. Or you may have started at the front desk but decided that you really don't like people and you'd rather do maintenance. Mm -hmm. Um, I've pretty much said already um, what I feel about the internships programs. Every internship that I did or anything I volunteered for came back to me ten times over. They say if you give away bread, it comes back buttered. Absolutely. Give yourself away. Give your enthusiasm. Show your passion. It's just going to help you build and build and, and climb up that ladder. And any internship I've had work for me has always, uh, you know, has, it's always been an interesting experience. Experience. 
and always has been beneficial both for my office and for the interns. So uh, was it Andrew who said it's a win-win situation? It truly is one of those situations in life that is so beneficial for both parties. So I'm a huge advocate. And uh, opening yourself up to different internships, you know, even if you decide to not pursue that career path, it's going to give you valuable skills that your next employer will potentially, you know, look at as valuable. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. That's the end of the actual scripted questions. Um, I want to open it up to the audience. If you all have any questions, we have we had a class here, so that's why some of the students are gone. Um, but if any of you have questions, this is your time to ask the employers. When I was at the mock interview a couple of years, I scored pretty high, but I scored low in the category of uh, asking questions. And you guys mentioned we should ask questions. What, what type of questions should we be asking the employers when we're uh, doing the internship or looking for a job? Um, I like to hear when people say um, specifically what kind of people excel here. Or I was actually really taken back when I was asked by an interviewee why I liked working for Marriott. So. I would think, see if you could genuinely think of what you want to know about that company rather than what would be a good question. Um, some questions, it's hard to come up with a question if you're just coming up with a question to have a question to ask. So try to think what you genuinely want. I mean, that can be hard as a student because you see it as so one-sided, but this is truly a mutual thing. It's whether you want to be there as much as whether they want to have you. So I would try to think of someone genuine, if that feels, just go in again, look at the website, um, you know, explore the people, Google, and, and find out as much as you can, and then that will kind of lead you to questions as well as sounding knowledgeable. But something genuine is so much better than maybe a list of suggested questions from a website or from the Internet. That would win the day for me. I would say maybe even ask what, what the employer's expectations are of their interns or what exactly it is that they're looking for um, so that you know straight off the bat and it lets, lets them know where your mind is that you are, you're trying to set goals so that you can achieve um, exactly what they need. The one question I loved was when there was a young lady that came to see me and she said, how can I help you? Mm. And that is huge to me. How can someone help me? I'm helping you, but truly, how can they help me? That was huge. And um, obviously she was hired because that was really important. She cared about how she could help us. How could I help the bank? How can I help, you know, how can I help you? Um, so when you are there, my, my big thing is there are two types of people. There are givers and takers, right? And when you are a giver, Pamela can attest to this. We talk about this all the time. When you are a giver and you give yourself, and you give yourself 150%, I can guarantee you it will come back to you full fold. So be a giver. Don't be a taker. Don't expect somebody to keep asking you those questions like you had asked. Ask, how can I help you? Well, we had, we had covered this a little bit earlier. You've got this terrific resource center here, of course. And then I had mentioned earlier that you could start look at the local chambers, um, what, the, what the, the businesses that are in the local chambers. Because if someone has joined an organization, I think that's an indication of there being more community interaction, as I had said earlier, a sort of a nurturing quality. So you want to find businesses that are involved in their um, networking groups or in their community or in their chambers. And, you, and then you also, it's a way of pulling 
all these businesses where they start into something a manageable amount. So I would go to the local chambers, get their list of involved businesses, and as I had indicated earlier, also networking groups, maybe your parents or you might know someone or the resource center can give you some groups of businesses and maybe even specific to the area that you want to be in. Look for, beyond all the usual sources of doing Google searches, organizations or groups that businesses have chosen to belong to because I think you're already finding a quality that you're looking for to bring you in and help you out. I agree. I think I would add to um, utilize your fellow colleagues, your fellow students here at Moraine Valley. Utilize your, your, stu your student friends. Go to the student union. Um, get involved in the different clubs that are here on campus. It is so important to be involved because you never know where your next contact will be made. Um, you know, going out when you're out and you're heading to Starbucks and you're standing in line and there's 15 people in line waiting to get their latte like I am and you're shaking waiting for your latte, strike up a conversation. You will never know where your next contact will come into play. So be open-minded. Be, you know, be talkative when you're out, in, out and about. Um, and then also, too, embrace your faith community. Wherever it is that you practice your faith, talk to your faith community and look to them for assistance, too. Um, and I agree with Eileen. Talk to your, your parents, um, parents, grandparents, full of wisdom. I mean, even though my kids don't think I'm very smart, truly, I think I am. Um, but use, you know, have, use your parents for that. I think it's really important. Um, but again, make those contacts. You'll never know where that next connection will be. And again, one last piece of advice is create that LinkedIn page. If it's one thing you can take away from me today is, um, Create that LinkedIn page for yourself because people are searching LinkedIn all the time, and it will be amazing how many new contacts you will make. Um, oh, I, I wanted to add just one thing for you. Again, I don't know if you heard what we said earlier. Even if the organization doesn't offer internships, just suggest that you would be an intern or even use the word volunteer because I think maybe some of the older organizations would be a lot more familiar. They would understand what a volunteer and they might be a little intimidated by an internship program. So uh, what those groups that we talked about, go and offer yourself. If you find a place that you would love to work or love to learn that business, just go ahead and say, hey, can I come on board? Well, I want to thank you all for coming out. Um, I hope that you gained a lot of information from the panelists that are here. Um, one of the things uh, that I also want to let you know is that we do have um, what our eligibility requirements are for the Job Resource Center internship program. One of the uh, questions was where can I find internships, uh, starting with the internship program here at Moraine Valley you can find internships. Uh, be a current Moraine Valley student, currently enrolled, um, been here for a semester. Uh, be in good academic standing, that means a 2.0 grade point average or higher, and then also be in good student standing. One of my standing jokes is, um, you did not start the food fight, so you should be in good student standing. <laughs> um, and also be legally eligible to work in the United States. So those are the eligibility requirements. Um, we also have orientation um, for the Job Resource Center Internship Program, and you can contact us at 974-5737 uh, to set up that appointment, or also go onto our website too. So those are some ways that you can also find internships. One of the things I did want to let you know if anybody was interested in also learning more about uh, the platoon leader class internship that Gunnery Sargent uh, was talking about, she will actually be here next Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 o'clock through 2 o'clock in Building S um, right there on Student Street. So that's October 30th and the 31st from 10 to 2. So if you're interested or if you know anyone who is interested, definitely let them know. Um, that she will be available at that time. 
The last thing I want to let you know, well, not the last, but second to the next great event that we're having. We're actually having the non-traditional career panels. So if anybody is interested in that, definitely come out. Non-traditional careers are careers of 25% or less of a gender in a particular industry. So male uh, nurses, female firefighters, female welders, things like that. So definitely I would hope that you would come out for that and then also let your friends know about that panel too. And then I just wanted to thank the Job Resource Center staff for assisting with this panel. I also wanted to thank the panelists for coming out. Thank you again. I really appreciate um, the commitment that you have for the community college here um, in partnering with us in all of our events that we do because this isn't the first time that um, these uh, panelists have actually volunteered or uh, with their time and I know Gunnery Sergeant it won't be the last that she comes so <laughs> uh, we definitely appreciate that. I also want to thank um, the you all for coming out, the audience for coming out and uh, definitely letting us um, I got it. It's on my list. Okay. Uh, for you all coming out and hearing this information about the internships uh, that are here um, and also uh, the importance of having an internship. I want to thank the library. Definitely. I love this space. Um, we have, this is the second time we have done this here and I want to continue that so I'm just going to put that out there now. So, <laughs> um, but it really is nice. Um, they provide the, the space for us and then just the time of them setting up and creating all of this for us. I do appreciate that. Um, and then also I want to thank Glenn who's not here anymore but he's our photographer and um, Ray definitely for videotaping. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.